there's a lot I could do. I'll give it to someone in my class. They'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. We are at the two dots on Nuntessa. And I have to give my nightly disclaimer that it is a little uncomfortable to give metaphysical reasons for physical, for physical um, activity. We're going to discuss right now thunder. So if you ask any Tony Pan, Tom Tasselmeyer kind of guy, they'll tell you what causes thunder. It's, you know, electric, charges, negative, positive, speed of sound, speed of light, moisture. They'll give you a, a, a tarots that is 100% true. So first of all, why do we have like a seven-way machlekes, what causes thunder? And second of all, why are none of them the positive ions from the, you know, from the electric charge that's moving through the atmosphere and is negatively charged because of low pressure system, something like that. I, I'm uncomfortable. Again, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to listen to Chazal. I don't, I don't know how to present it. But now that I got that off my chest, let's learn the Gemara. Nun Tesamid Aleph. You sound like a meteorologist. <laughs> I hung around jewels long enough. Valor Amim. My Ra'amim. What is thunder? Did you really get into the lumbus of Omar Anani Begalgala. It is clouds bumping up against their container because the atmosphere has, has a circle around it, something that contains it. And when the clouds bump up against the hula hoop that holds the universe together, it makes noise when they bump against it. Shenemar kol ramecha, the sound of your thunder, begalgal, in the circle, heiru berokim, causes the lightning to come, tevel rog savatirash aretz, the earth shakes and the land shakes, that's one shot. Rabbon and Amri, Rabbon say, no, you know what thunder is? Anani, it is clouds, the shafchi mayel hadodi, that are pouring water into one another. So, you know, two clouds, one's overloaded, it needs to offload some of its water. It's not a good time to rain. So it offloads some of its water to another cloud. That, you know, you know midair refueling causes thunder. Shenemer l'koil, the sound, titai of placing hamoyin mayim, a lot of water, bishamayim, in the heavens. Rabach Amar, you know what thunder is? Barka tekifa, it's a strong lightning. Deborak ba'anana, that lightnings in the, in the cloud. Umitvar gezize debarda. And it breaks pieces of ice, which means the clouds are solid ice. And along comes a lightning and psh, smashes the ice. And that's the sound of thunder. Rab Ashi Yomar Anani Chalchaluli. It is hollow clouds, mechalchaluli, that are, that's like a double word, like, you know, and along comes the wind, which means the clouds are empty. Just like whenever you, whenever you blow on an empty thing, it causes a sound. For instance, vidami, it's like kizikal pumdani, it's like wind on a barrel top. 
And, and that's what causes the sound of thunder. The Gemara says that second to last shot is the most correct. Because look, we find this evidenced. What happens? Lightning comes, smashes the ice, melts it, and guess what happens next? There's thunder, lightning, or lightning, thunder, rain. The Barak Barka, the lightning goes, Ooh, anana, and the clouds get shaken. And then rain comes. So you see the evidence leads to that pshat. Says the Gemara, the next phenomenon that you would make an oisamais. So, so just out of curiosity, I'm saying the Gemara is saying that there's evidence to that pshat, mm-hmm. not evidence to other, any other pshat. Saying we- these are all theories. I'm saying, like, what's the have? I mean, if you're going to come up with the maskana that there's evidence to this pshat. I don't know, and it's not for lack of trying. I'm Maral. I'm Maral once in the whole sugya. So they don't, Maral doesn't say it specifically. No, I bet there's a, they have, for each one of these answers, I bet there's some... You know, so the Maral explains the sugya overall, yes. We, we talked about the Maral the last couple of nights, but not on each specific Gemara. You know there's no Chidusha Agad, some brachas. Yeah, I, that I didn't look. I don't think you're going to get a physical shot from the Ben Yayala. No, for sure not. Right. right, right, right. Exactly. That's the point. That's the point. Follow Ruchais on whirlwinds. Hurricanes. My Ruchais, what are winds? A whirlwind. Says Abaya, a couple, a couple uh, rules. Gemiri learned in a Brisa, there's no such thing as a hurricane at night. What are you talking about? We see that there is one. There, is, there are two hurricanes in the Atlantic right now. And it's night right now. I think one is named Diane. Says the Gemara, No, they started during the day. Says Abaye, Gemiri, we have another tradition, a whirlwind, a hurricane, a hurricane doesn't last for two hours. Says the Gemara, uh, sorry, the Kaim Mashanemar, as a fulfillment of the Pasik, it will never come up twice a tsara. Says the Gemara, we see that it does last. It took a break, which means it could go for an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. And then it takes a break, and then it resumes, but it's not two hours consecutively. And finally, the last of the items of the list that you make, a oisamai seberacious, sorry, gross meleolam. Just get this straight, even because we're going to talk about this later. Said the Gemara on. Ruchais brachim, you say shekaycha grasa malei olam. Yeah, and afterwards, this yeah, this is the last of the kaycha grasa malei olam. Says the Gemara, v'ala brachim amar shekaycha grasa malei olam. My brachim, amarava barka, a lightning. V'amarava barki yechida, a single bolt of lightning. Think, uh, chargers. Bark yechida, ubark chivra, a white lightning, ubark yerukta, a green lightning, 
or va'anani clouds, the salkin bekeren maravis that come up in the western side, va'asian bekeren dremus, but came from the south, or v'tarti anani two clouds, the salkin that go up, chadalape chavrta, one that greets its friend, kulo kashin, they're all bad. All these things are bad. So says the Gemara. So I won't do them anymore. I'm sorry. You know, if you tell me speaking Lashon Hara is bad, okay, I'll try to stop. If you tell me Chilul Shabbos is bad, I'll try to stop. I, I, I promise you, I will never make a single white bolt of green lightning ever again. Well, what do you want from me? Why are you telling me they're bad? Well, it says, Because if you see one of these things, you should immediately daven for mercy. But, these are only bad at night. If it happens in the morning, there's nothing to it. Omar, Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak, by the way, says Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak, Hani Anani Ditzafra, morning clouds, less Bumashasha. If you see clouds in the morning, it means nothing. They're just fluff, and they're going to blow away. Dixiv, like we find Hosea, when he's trying to say that Klal Yisrael's good deeds are worthless, so what's his muscle for worthlessness? Your kindness is worth a morning cloud, which is another way of saying severed garnished. Your, your chesed is nothing. The morning cloud as far as what being... If it's any indication of what's going to be that day. Amr of Papal Abaya, I, what are you talking about? You think you can't tell the forecast from the day by the morning? Ha'amri Inchi, people say a statement. Ha'amri Inchi, people say a statement. Kad Miftach Babi, when you open up the windows in the morning, Mitra, it's raining, it's going to rain all day. And if it's going to rain all day, if it's going to rain all day, the crops here are going to grow amazing. And therefore, if your money is made by trucking in crops from another region where rain is plentiful, don't do your job today. Because you're not going to be able to make money importing crops from another place because it's going to rain so much here and everyone's going to have plenty of crops here and you're going to be able to buy local produce for cheaper than you, as a trucker, will be able to make money on bringing in produce. And therefore, the advice is, if you're a trucker and you make your money on selling stuff from out of state and out of the region, if you see it's raining in the morning, don't go to work that day. Kadmiftach Babi Mitra. If when you open the windows, the gates, it's raining, Barchamra. Donkey driver, pull your covers, your sack, pull your covers, and just go back to sleep. You're not going to make money today. Don't go to work. So we see over here that you can mamish tell what's going to be that day as far as the rain from what's happening in the morning. So we have a stira. You tell me that the morning clouds are worthless. You see over here, morning rain is an indication it's going to rain all day. Says the Gemara, like Kasha, 
says the Gemara, not shiver, had the cutter be eva. This is when it's thick clouds. Had the cutter be anani. This is when it is thin clouds. Which means if it's like light, fluffy clouds and you wake up and it's almost sunny, that's garnished. They're going to go away. It's going to be a beautiful day. If when you wake up, it is gray for miles and it's like moist and damp and gray and tons of clouds, then it's going to be a rainy day. Now we already get to Gemara with some meat on them. Oh, Marab Alexandri, oh, Marab Shuban Levi, Lenivru Ra'omim. Thunder was not created, Ella, except Lifshite to straighten out the crooked parts in your heart. This, I'm not joking, is like candidate for Bali Musr's favorite Gemara and Shas. Gemara says that thunder was created to straighten out the crooked parts of your heart. Bali Musr explained very, very, very nice. Say like this. You ever sitting <coughs> in your house at night for whatever reason, it's quiet, which doesn't happen that often. You're sitting there reading something, and like out of the blue comes this like crack of thunder, and you and like you you drop what you're reading, you spill your drink on you. you it's just thunder. So now, what's the significance of that? What's the significance of that? Why did Hakadosh Baruch Hu stare your evening reading relaxation? with a sudden clap of thunder that scared the daylights out of you. You know why? Because Chazal are telling you, and this is what the Gemara is saying, and this is what the Bali Musr say, if you have a stimuli, don't let it stimuli. If you, if you have a stimuli, don't let it go to waste. Which means, you were just scared. When your brain had a minute to process it, I was scared for nothing. It's thunder. Don't let that emotion go away. Don't let that emotion go away. Do you have anything in your life you have to be scared of? Is everything you're involved in 100% on the up and up? Is everything 100% kosher? Don't let that emotion go to waste. Thunder wasn't created except to use it constructively to straighten out the crooked parts of your heart. Thunder doesn't straighten out your heart, but... Thunder scares the daylights out of you. And then when you're like, that was nothing. One second, my heart's pounding. Is there any, anything in my life that my heart should be pounding about? Is there anything that I should be scared of? Take that stimulant. Take that sudden shock and apply it to something useful. So the Bible must say with this Gemara. And like, obviously, thunder's just an example. You know, I was driving on the... Uh, 95 last night. And I was going one or two miles over the speed limit. And like, you know, you speed by and there's this cop, it's 2 a.m. And you speed by and there's this cop in the thing. Your heart goes nuts. And then like, you know, shoe is not coming after me. Don't invite her in life. No, that's what this Gemara means. Like, and, and you're not scared of the big cop. You know, you have... That's what this Gemara means. It's a real Balmusser Gemara. It's, it's heavy, it's heavy. But that, that's what the Balmusser do with this Gemara. Okay. Let us do this next Gemara and let's talk about it for a little bit. Important Gemara, some interesting halachas. Says the Gemara. 
Vomar Rab Alexandri Omri Bishuban Levi Haroya Eshakeshes Baonon When a person sees a rainbow in the clouds, and we know that a rainbow is a Kadosh Baruch Hu's bris, that he promised not to destroy the world again, but it seems like a Kadosh Baruch Hu would have without this promise. Tzarech sheyapil al panav, he has to fall on his face. Shenemar kemare akashe sergeyeb anav. Ve'eres edicheskel, and I saw it. Ve'epal al panav, and I fell on my face. Now, the Gemara points out that that is not a good practice. Light the Allah b'marova, in fact, they cursed a person out who would actually bow on his face to a rainbow. Bisham de Merzi, it appears, Keman de Sagid Lakashta, as if he's bowing to the rainbow. Nowadays, a grace Indian to bow to the rainbow. And, and Chazal were very upset. No, do not give anyone the appearance that you agree to anything that a rainbow means. Don't bow to the rainbow. So fine. So you don't bow to the rainbow. But, but, Avobruchi Vadamavarach. You do make a bracha on the rainbow. What bracha do you make on a rainbow? Baruch Zeichar Habris, that a Kaddish Baruch who remembers his promise not to destroy the world. In a Brisa, we learned to be Shmuel, Benesha, Recham, and Brekheimer, Nehmad Bevrisai, Vikayim Bimamari. He's trustworthy to keep his promise and he keeps his words. Rav Papa, as he does 10 times in Shas, Amr of Papa, if you're going to give me two versions, what to say in a bracha, I'm going to incorporate both of them. Amr of Papa, Hilkach Nimrinul Tervayu, we say both. Baruch Zoycher Abris. HaKadosh Baruch who remembers his promise. V'neman Bevrisai, he's trustworthy in his promise. V'kayim B'mamare, and he keeps his word. This is the famous Gemara making a bracha on a rainbow, which Barrow Wine says, all the shiksis in Lita, who are the housekeepers, knew the bracha of the rainbow, Balpeh, because the kids, whenever they saw a rainbow, they made the bracha. So even, even the, uh, the housekeepers knew this bracha in Lita. So first of all, Shulchan Aruch Paskins, you're not supposed to stare at a rainbow. Gemara Chagiga, we had somewhat recently, says, Hamastakel Bekeshes, if you stare at a rainbow, you don't care about Hashem's honor. It's embarrassing. You know, like, just like when, you know, the good old Marshall, when you're at your friend's house and his parents went nuts at him, you like, you look away, you can't what? Parents went nuts at him. So it, it's, it's not polite to stare when someone's upset. So you're not supposed to stare at a rainbow. The Gemara says over there, it causes a person's vision to become weak. So the rush asks, if it's also to stare at a rainbow, how do we make the brach on a rainbow? So the rush says, there's a difference between histaklus and re'iyah. This is a major yusayid in halacha. That when halacha answers histaklus, there's a difference between histaklus and re'iyah. Re'iyah means to glance. Histaklus means to stare intently for a long time. So for instance, when it's asal histakel, an etzpektan of an isha, it doesn't mean, I mean, doesn't mean, I'm not saying people are bad that do this, like when you go to the, the bank and you, you go to the tower, you're supposed to go like this. It's an iser stockless. It's not an iser re'iyah. In fact, the Magan Avram says this mefarish, there's a Gemara that says, Asal pene Russia. You're not allowed to be mistakel at a Russia. But it doesn't mean you're not allowed to look at the guy. It just means you're not allowed to be mistakel. So this Gemara seems to be the source for the difference between Histaklis 
and re'iyah. Histaklis and tarosh. Histaklis and akeshes is aser. Re'iyah and akeshes is mutter. Picture also. No, I don't think so. The Chay Adam says that that since a rainbow is a bad omen, you should not tell your friend that you saw a rainbow. Now, everyone in my family was ever on this halacha this week because whenever you see it, we were like, we saw some good rainbows. It was a good rainbow last week. I don't mean I don't mean when we were driving in the streets and the flags. I mean uh, I mean uh, the real rainbows. So so. It, it, like the Chayadim says, it's it's like You're not you're never supposed to be the bearer of bad news. It's it's bad thing to be the bearer of bad news. To tell your friend there's a rainbow, is is it's bad news. The Chayadim says you're not supposed to tell your friend there's a rainbow. Okay, so that's item one and two about a rainbow. Item three and four is, is a kasha that I have, and I do not have a good answer. We know that when you have a Suffolk brachas, we're maker, we don't make a bracha. That's why if any of you are good, Talmudim, the Rashiva Zatzal, you don't make a goyma when you fly to Eretz Yisrael. Because it's a Suffolk, it's that yard, like we talked in the beginning of the parak, it's that Yardayim, is that not the Yardayim, Suffolk brachas lock. The Mishnah Brura, in the Bira Lacha, the first one in Reish Chavtes, where this halacha is, haraya keshes. If a person sees a rainbow, loinizbayer the Mishnah Brura in Bialocha says it is not clear. In ba'ina dafka shiro ketmunas keshes do chazi keren agula. Do you need to see the whole rainbow, a full semicircle from bottom to bottom? Oi afilu mixas mi menu dai. Or even a portion of a rainbow is enough. Now, I don't ever remember seeing a whole rainbow. What we see is, at best, it goes from the ground, and you see it till it hits. You get 90 degrees of a rainbow, not 180. You see the planes like in the Midwest. You see, you see a whole thing. I've seen a whole thing. So, so, I shouldn't tell you that one time I saw a complete rainbow right over. Oh, so, so listen, so if you see a complete rainbow, fine. It's not a Suffolk brachas. But all of us, the minute we see a portion of a rainbow, we all make this bracha. <laughs> and like the Mishnah Brewer is misupic if we should make the bracha on, on a rainbow that you don't see from bottom to bottom. I asked my father, what's the heter? He said, Minigisrael. Then don't say you have to. The Mishnah Brewer here is Where's he getting it from? I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. That's one. That's one ha'ar I have on our making of this bracha. The other ha'ar I have then then is as follows. We talked about this in Sukkah back in the day. By lunar eclipse. A rainbow is a result of a very, very, very common phenomenon. If you spray water and you shine light through it, the water will reflect the, refract the light and you will see a rainbow. You could do this with a Coke bottle. 
You could do this with like a spray, you know, a spray bottle. Go tomorrow, I think it's going to be a sunny day. Take like one of those like spray bottles. It's going to be cloudy. Be fine. Next time it's a sunny day, go, go take a spray bottle, spray it in the sun, and watch as the spray goes like that, you will see a rainbow. There's a constant rainbow when I was in Niagara Falls. It's a constant rainbow with all the mist. Right, right, right. And it was, it's, it's, a, it's like a fact of nature. So, so what? the the Mefarshim ask. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, sure. The Mefarshim ask, how is a rainbow a sign that the world should have been destroyed? It, it's it's something that is easily recreatable, and it'll happen every single time. You want to tell me when there's an earthquake? You know the old Chassidish joke. You know three guys in Florida. It happens all the time. <laughs> you know, how do you make a, how do you make an earthquake? Right? So my thought ran fire my flood earthquake. How do you make an earthquake? <coughs> right? So basically an earthquake, you wanna tell me you wanna tell me, oh it's a simon ra from Shamayim. I understand. Earthquake is very rare and it's very hard to, to make on your own. A rainbow is not rare and it's not hard to make. So how does a rainbow signify Great troubles in the world. So no one less than the Gura answered this question. The Gura said that a rainbow that's a sign of trouble is a rainbow that's kule tcheles. And he proves it from Kabbalah, from Zayr, from Sukkim, from words. But a rainbow that has all the colors says the Gura is a natural phenomenon that doesn't mean anything. That's the, that's the Grah. And the Grah is answering a very, very, very basic kasha for us. How is a rainbow a sign of bad if a rainbow is an easily rep, you know, recreatable natural phenomenon? So what Says, the oh, so one second. So now, okay, beautiful, beautiful tariffs from the Grah. Let's take this down the halacha. So how come when you see a rainbow with red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and go violet, how come when you see a Gansa rainbow that's not just Tchelas, you make a bracha zoicher abris v'neeman bevrisai v'kayim b'mamarai. Then a kadosh baruch promised he wouldn't destroy the world. This rainbow isn't an indication of the world that would be destroyed. Only a rainbow that's kulei tchelis is an indication that the world should have been destroyed. So if the grows crack, we never say if the grows crack. The grows vart to answer why a rainbow is significant. That it's only a tchelis rainbow. That tack is weird. Where's the rest of the colors? Uh oh. So as our rainbow, I understand its significance. Then why do we make a bracha on all rainbows? I, these are my two ha'aris on the, on the rainbow sugya. I don't know. I don't know how to answer. All the regular rainbows that we see. <coughs>